Hey, it's Rob and welcome to Success Unlocked, the show for you to listen to, to build a happier, more confident, fulfilled, motivated and truly successful life, whatever success means to you. Today, I am joined by Maria Hocking, the UK life changer. She's a coach, a speaker, an author of books like Strip Naked and Redress with Happiness and How to Survive and Thrive Through Personal Challenge. She is passionate about changing people's lives with her heart and her words and has thrived through her own adversities. Now, in this episode, we're going to chat about the importance of her approach that she calls stripping naked and how it can help you in your life, whether you are going through something difficult or you're just looking for something more. Now, just before we get into that, I've got something that I would love to give you for free. You see, I believe that the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we hold about what we are good at and aren't good at, or what we can and can't do, or what we should or shouldn't do, are a really big key to either propel our lives forward or hold us back. And quite often, these are negative, limiting beliefs that literally stand in our way of achieving any of the big, powerful goals that we have. So it's important that we get rid of them. That's why I've put together a worksheet to help you do exactly exactly that and I would love you to download it free of charge. Just head over to successunlock.com forward slash resources to grab that and some other awesome stuff from my free toolbox of personal development resources. You can get started with it all in just the next few minutes. And while you're doing that, let's start the show. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated, and truly fulfilled version of yourself, with advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. Yep, we are here every single week sharing tips, advice, ideas, and inspiration to help regular people just like me and you to create a truly extraordinary life. Welcome to Success Unlocked, Maria. How, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. And it's absolutely amazing to be here. Super excited to have you on the show. Now, before we get into it, I've got one big question that I ask everybody who comes on the show. Yeah. Uh, because it, Success is different for everybody. It's a really personal thing. So how do you define success in your life? Well, I, you know, I think the way I've defined, I define success has changed over the years. I'm not sure if that's true for many people, but I used to perceive success to be, you know, having the best job and the best pay and, you know, that sort of thing. And I think that's something that's kind of maybe conditioned into us through education. But now um, I'm 47, yes, I'm 47 years old now. I believe success is about having a really balanced life, um, about loving what you do, about being able to have the time to spend with the people that you love, um, uh, doing things that bring you joy. And, and so, yeah, it's not just about work. It's about a very great balance uh, about all aspects of life, if that makes sense. So I would say that, yes, um, that's how I define success. And I kind of think I've, I've got there. Not perfect, but <laughs> most days I feel successful, if that makes sense. <laughs> I love it. Really cool. Now, one of the things that you talk about a lot is this idea of being stripped naked or getting naked as being yeah. a step towards happiness. And in fact, you even wrote the book on it quite literally. So it's behind you. So let's have a little chat uh, about yeah. this philosophy of getting naked. What do you, because this is already an explicit podcast. Uh, so uh, let's talk about yeah. what you actually mean by that. Yeah, well, stripping naked. Um, I will share a little bit of the backstory behind that so it makes sense if those that are listening right now is that um, many years ago, after the birth of my second child, I lost all of my hair, my eyebrows, my eyelashes and found myself completely bald. And I actually had no hair for 14 years. And um, when that all happened to me, I felt naked, not just physically, but emotionally. 
And so that's what I'm talking about when I refer to stripping naked. The origin is from my own physical hair loss, but actually what I found that I was naked as in stripped back to what I thought at the time was nothing. I felt like I'd lost my identity. I felt like I'd lost my purpose. I felt like I'd lost my femininity. And, and I literally felt naked. Uh, and the way that I have used this now to help others is to, is to help people recognize that sometimes, you know, we just need to get naked. I believe that we are born happy. We are born pursuing joy and bliss and all the things that we love. And we go through life and we go through experiences or we hear comments from other people. Maybe some of you listening to this have been bullied. Um, and all those things that we hear and experience can lead to us believing things about ourselves that just aren't true. So we layer up with these false truths. We think we're not good enough. We think we're not pretty enough. We think that we're not clever enough. And so we put all these layers and layers on that don't truly fit us. So my, my perception uh, and what I teach is about getting naked. And it's about removing all of those false layers to find out who you really are under that at your core so that you can free yourself to live the life of your potential, if that makes sense. Total sense. Very cool. I'm interested to know, is this something that you do to yourself? In other words, you see yourself in a particular point in life, like for example, you lost your hair or it might be yeah. that somebody's been bullied. It might be, you know, some, whatever they've gone through or are going through. Yeah. Is this a thing where you say, look, I need to take a step back and I need to get emotionally naked? Or is this something that, that you just found happened to you? Like, like you just yeah. found yourself feeling this way and realized this is something that happens to other people. Is it a choice or does it happen to us? I think, it's, I think it kind of happens to us without us realising. But actually, I'm now working on a second book where we can actually choose to strip naked. So there's two dimensions to this, really. So, um, you know, I believe that we, we, we strip naked through adversity. Sometimes we just feel like everything's gone, if that makes sense. And so, yes, it happens to us without realising on many occasions. And usually when, you know, personal challenge comes along. Um, and, you know, sometimes that stripping naked can take place over a few weeks, few months, or it can literally be just like that and overnight. And I think it's, it's quite a scary feeling. You feel vulnerable, you feel lost, you don't know who you are. But actually what that is, it's an, a wonderful opportunity to transition. It's a wonderful opportunity to go within so that we don't live a life without, if that makes sense. And um, so, yeah. But then on the other hand, I don't believe that we have to wait for adversity to strike before we get naked. I also believe that we can choose to take a step back and look at our life at any point and, and ask ourselves, what am I believing right now that might be limiting my life or my possibilities? And when we get really honest and open about what we want and who we are, we can go on to live magnificent lives as extraordinary human beings. I love it. Let's talk. I want to go down both of these routes, really. Uh, yeah. So we'll pick which one to go first. The people who maybe this is thrust upon them, nakedness yeah. is thrust upon them uh, yeah. through adversity and through the stuff that's gone on in their life or is going on in their life right now. Like for people who maybe are thinking, oh, is that me? Like, am I in that place right now? How does yeah. that manifest itself? Is, is that something where people are having some sort of identity crisis or a midlife crisis or something? You know, one of these terms that we've come to, yeah. to reference in the modern world, is, is that underneath it all? Is that what's happened? How does it manifest itself? I think, yeah, I mean, there can be like a midlife crisis. There can be, you know, we can go through a divorce or bereavement or something that makes us maybe reassess our values and what's important to us in life. And sometimes we misinterpret those feelings as, you know, as, as being, I'm not interpret, but actually being that is, that is what we're left with. But that is not what we're left with. You know, that is just, like I say, the transition point. So, and you, you might be able to recognise that by, you know, we might feel possibly if we found ourselves 
feeling naked. We might feel, like I say, lost. We might feel disorientated. We might have no clue to where we're supposed to be going or who we are. And I think it's slightly different for everybody, but there's definitely this feeling of being a little unsettled, not knowing who you are or what you're about or what you're supposed to be doing. So I think you can recognize the nakedness by those sorts of feelings, you know, and um, I, I think maybe it's the certainty has gone for a lot of people. You know, they knew they were going a particular way, living life in a certain way, and something comes along and just shakes that up a little bit. And that leads to those feelings of nakedness. And like I said, it can happen slowly or it can happen just like overnight. And um, for me personally, the nakedness happened, it's happened like on four occasions and it's been literally overnight. So I've been through quite a lot in my life, um, which I'm now eternally grateful for. Um, but yeah, so it's very, very different for everybody. But I think the feelings are very similar for most people. I think that people listening to this will be able to identify with that and say, oh, that was the moment in the past where I was stripped naked and I wish I'd yes. thought about it that way, or this is how, where I'm feeling right now. Because, And it could be brought on by illness, bereavement, the loss of a job, the loss of a love, yeah. like a partner leaving. Like it could be, There's a million things that could bring yeah. that on. And so that's why this is so important. Like It's so baked into the the fabric of our lives and like this is just going to this is just going to happen for somebody who's maybe thinking about a change and it sounds like for those people who are going to take a choice to get naked does that come about through feeling like they need a change of direction in life like maybe they they feel stagnant or like they're um, yeah, they're just, uh, what's that thing where you're in a swimming pool and you just, uh, yeah, uh, treading water, treading water. That's yeah. what uh, <laughs> yeah. is that the thing. Yeah, well, basically, um, I obviously I work as a coach with a lot of different people. So I work with people that have been stripped naked, but I also help people strip naked, if that makes sense. So and I think, yeah, you're right. I think it sometimes says it's a feeling of something's not quite right in their life and nothing tragic has happened or they haven't been bereaved or, you know, they haven't suffered bereavement or but there's just a feeling that something's not quite right. And um, very often people will say to me, oh, yeah, maybe I could live a different life. Maybe I could have done that or I should do this and. And there's a feeling that life could be better for them, but they're a little bit too scared to face up to that, if that makes sense. And, and you know, I think we've all been there. Sometimes it's easier to keep on living the life that we're living than consider change. And so I guess as a coach, I'm the person that comes in and helps them find the power to change. And so, and, and you know, very often it's just by asking themselves very specific questions, you know, am I happy with the life that I've got? If I don't change, will I have regrets in 10 years, 20 years or at the end of my life? And and just by asking those few questions, it can help people, um, I guess, motivate. Uh, it motivates them to, to maybe start getting naked and start being really honest with themselves, because this is all about honesty and authenticity. And, you know, many people walking this earth are living as versions of themselves that they don't deserve. You know, and I think it's about helping people get back to the true, authentic selves. And whether that is through, like we say, the adversity or whether that is through choice, they are both you know, exceptionally good ways to get back to who we really are and what we really want. And, and unless we go within, like I say, we are going to live a life without. Um, so, yeah, I hope that answers your question there. Yeah, definitely. Now, for the people who've just found themselves in this position, just stripped naked by the stuff that has happened to them or around them yeah. or for them or they've done, like it could be our own mistakes that lead to this situation, I guess. Yeah. How like that that can be a hard place to be. Yeah. What's the? How do we find? Because in order to to now start to rebuild, we need to find some energy, some motivation from yeah. somewhere. How do we start to get that that grit and determination that's required to actually just put one foot in front of the other and yeah. back in the right direction? 
Well, there are two little tips that I'm going to share with you right now. And these tips I have applied to my life through every adversity and I still apply them now. And I think the first thing that is so important is the art of gratitude. And, you know, many years ago, when I when I lost my hair, I was in such an emotional state. I was so stressed. And I was so anxious. There was absolutely no way in that state I had the ability to think of a solution or to see a way out. And then um, one day I just happened, this is where I was, was completely bored, obviously. Um, one day I just happened to see my two children playing together in the front room and my daughter was making my baby son laugh and he was just chuckling, that really deep baby chuckle. And, and it was just in that moment, I became eternally grateful because I realized that I'd spent so long focusing on what I'd lost, that I'd actually forgotten what I had. And so that was my moment of gratitude. And what I discovered was that in these moments where we focus on what we have and what we are grateful for, it, it literally changes us in that moment so that we are able to relax a little bit more and we are actually able to see a way out. So I would say gratitude is the, the key thing to get that process started. So no matter what you've lost, or that you feel that you've lost, and no matter how hard life is, you know, and we can change your internal body chemistry by being grateful. And, and that definitely allows more clarity it allows more room for thought so if you're in a difficult situation right now what I would say is get a pen and paper and write down all the things that you have and that you're grateful for and I really feel that in that moment we will find or see a small bit of hope or a way out and then my second tip is that when we have actually gone through that process of gratitude and we're feeling a little bit lighter for that is to focus and for me, um, the whole process was about gratitude and then focus. I knew that I needed something else to focus on apart from myself because I'd become so insular and so, I guess, selfish in a way, thinking about myself continually that, that I couldn't see, it, see a, way out, a way out, like I said. But um, the gratitude and then the focus, I thought, what can I focus on? What can I change right now? What can I improve? And what steps can I take to make this even a little bit better for myself? Uh, and that's always been my strategy. And that is what I teach my clients. And it really does work. And I think it starts a really positive upward spiral as well, you know, because yeah. when you start to think about the stuff you've got, there's a, there's an addictiveness, addictivity, addictive. It's very addictive uh, yeah. to think in a grateful way because yeah. you start to focus on, well, you know, this, this is good. The stuff, this, this is good. And this is good. I'm grateful for these things. And if I have more stuff than I'm grateful for, uh, yeah. that, that is a positive feeling and it starts that upward spiral. So I really like that. So yeah. once we start to get this, we start to muster this energy that this drive that we need to actually go and get stuff done and to, yeah. to start taking steps. What do we need? What do we do next? Whether we've been thrown into this position or whether we've intentionally broken down the wall and we're ready to, yeah. to start rebuilding it. What what do we do? Well, you know, I think I think one of the questions I think is that's really important is, you know, what do I want from life is a really great question. And that's a really, really good question to ask. And I remember the first time that somebody asked me, what do you want? And that was about 20 years ago, I think. And I remember recording. I've never really thought about what I want from life. And I think when we've gone through the gratitude and we're focusing, it's about reconnecting with our joys, reconnecting with the things that we love choosing to spend time around people that lift us and I think that's really important actually because if we are surrounded by people that are dragging us down it's really hard to rise and so what I have found that's always helped me is to seek new people that will help you rise and that can be as simple as joining a new club it could be as simple as connecting with somebody new um, starting a new interest or returning to an old hobby 
but meeting people that will maybe inspire you and, and help you to lift and, and just make you smile every day, you know? So I think the people around us are very, very important. And, but really, I think the key to this also is, is growth. How can we grow through nakedness? How can we grow through adversity? And, you know, I think it's really easy to get to a stage in life and not consider growth to be important. But I really believe that and unless we're growing, we are dying, if that makes sense. And growth doesn't have to be university degree. It doesn't have to be earning more money or the best job. It can be personal growth, you know, learning. Um, meeting people, connecting, that sort of thing. So, and I think that's really helped me in the past is actually, I thought, you know, okay, I found myself naked. How can I use this situation? How can I turn my pain into power, become a better person, living a better life? And that's something really important, actually, is the ability to turn the pain into power. Um, because I believe in every negative situation, there is there are diamonds waiting to be found, but we just have to look for them. And, and so that's, I guess, another tip there, um, given what we're talking about, is to think, you know, what is the best thing about this happening to me? What is the best thing about being naked right now? And one of those things might be to imagine yourself as a blank canvas. You know, when we're stripped back, we get to paint whatever we want on that canvas. We get to recreate ourselves. We get to recreate our lives. And that is super exciting. So we're going we're gonna to lose all these layers or we're going to take them off or we've mm. lost them. Are we looking to replace them? So for example, let's imagine you've got, like I talked about limiting beliefs at the beginning. Let's yeah. imagine you've got all these limiting beliefs and they're, they're the sort of the fusty old clothes that we want to get rid of. Yeah, They're, they're stripped away from us or we're going to take them away. Presumably we're, we're going to replace them with different things, right? Yes. Along that process, is that something where you'll like, maybe maybe you'll try on that new fluffy jumper, mm. go down that route for a little while and then decide, oh, this is not really for me and then take it off and try a different thing and go in a different yeah. direction. Is When you were rebuilding the four times that this has been, you, you've mm. been in this position was it a fairly linear journey or was it lots of one step forward two step back yeah I mean I would say that it was you know I think there's a mis there's a misconception that you know that our journeys up have to be perfectly up and we never fall again and there are days that actually you know you, you get things wrong and you go back to old ways of thinking but I wouldn't say I was going you know forwards then straight back I would I'd go forwards quite a bit maybe go back a tiny bit then pick myself up and go up again so it was it was very much a journey of growth going upwards um, but also realizing that there will be days sometimes that we get it wrong and then we go back to those old ways of thinking and we have to kind of, you know, give ourselves a good talking to. And, and I like, you know, I like what you said about beliefs at the beginning, because yeah, a lot of the layers are about removing those old beliefs that, you know, and for me, for example, when I lost my hair, I believed I wasn't good enough. I believed that I didn't deserve a place on this earth. I believed I had no purpose. So I layered myself up with all these things, which I perceived to be true and that's really important we just perceive them to be true so if you're listening to this right now and you have these beliefs about yourself and you're layering up with this stuff I'd like you to really understand that you know that these things that you tell yourself may not be true and just understanding that is quite empowering really so um yeah so I think it's about yeah taking off these old layers being really honest about them and actually looking for evidence that we've got this wrong you know, these things that we're telling ourselves. And, and we and I think we make these beliefs up. We make these stories up based on the evidence that we have at the time. So we always do the best that we can in any given moment. But we there comes a point in our life where we need to accept that we've got this wrong. So, yeah, we, we remove those old layers. And that's quite scary for a lot of people. And I hear a lot of people say, who am I without those beliefs? And it doesn't matter if you don't know who you are, because it's about discovery and it's about finding out. 
And you were saying about, you know, trying on these new beliefs, like trying on a new jumper. Absolutely. Try on this new belief. You know, if you don't feel confident or you don't think you're not confident, then act as if you are confident for 24 hours, you know, and wear that new woolly jumper and see how it feels. Because the truth is that when we try these new beliefs on and we act as if they're true, we are going to get very different results in our lives. And there's a very good chance we are going to like those results. So there's a very good chance we're going to keep on wearing those new beliefs, the ones that really belong to us, the ones that tell us that we are good enough, that we can achieve, that anything is possible. I think this is great. You're like the personal shopper for people's emotions <laughs> and mind and feelings and stuff, isn't it? Um, so we've talked quite a bit about adversity. And one of the things I really like about this episode is this stuff applies to everybody. It applies to you whether you're going through a rough patch right now or you have been or you will in the future, and we all will at some point, uh, or whether you just feel like you're kind of stuck in a rut and you just want to do something better. It's not horrendous. You just need to, you just want to grow a little bit. But mm. we have talked about adversity quite a bit here. You've got a quote where you say adversity doesn't break you, it makes you but that's a choice. Yes. As we start to wrap this up, how would you explain that being a choice for the people who are listening? Yeah, okay. And initially, I understand that we don't think it's a choice initially. I've been there, I know, you know, we think we're stuck there forever. But actually, um, we have to realise that there are some things in our life that we cannot control. You know, some things will happen that we least expect and we cannot control. But what we can control is our reaction to those circumstances. So when I say adversity doesn't break you, it makes you, but that is a choice. It's about recognizing that we have the power within to take action. We have the power to influence the outcome. And even in those moments where we think we don't, we really do need to ask ourselves, you know, what could I do here to make this better? Because there is always something that we can do. And I truly believe, you know, my life now, I am, I, I truly believe that I'm so much happier because of everything I've been through. Yes, they have been through very challenging times, you know, and there were times where, I, you know, I've been sobbing and crying. But now I look back and I am truly grateful for every single one um, because, you know, it, I, I really think that my adversities have, have made me and I've created a whole career through my adversities. So that's what I'm talking about. You know, and we can't control what happens to us, but we can control the way that we react to those circumstances. And yes, it's not always that easy if we're trying to go it alone, but there is always help out there. There is always somebody there that can help you see the, the light in the darkness. There is always somebody that can help you through and help you make those choices. Brilliant. Big terrifying question for you now. What would you say is the best piece of personal development or self-improvement advice that you've received from another person? And who was that? Oh, oh okay. So the best advice from... Um, let me think. There's been quite a few over the years, actually, because I've obviously got a lot of coach friends and a lot of very inspirational friends. And um, uh, I think the, the, the best advice always is for me is in those moments of doubt that I have, it's when like a coach friend will pick me up and say, don't be ridiculous. You know that you can do it. You know, you're just believing something here that is not true. There's a whole host of evidence to prove that you're an exceptional coach or an exceptional speaker. This is just a little limiting belief that you have. Let's ditch it and kind of move on, you know? And I think we always go through those. And no matter what field we work in, you know, I'm a coach. I work in the field of personal development. But even I have days where I doubt myself. That's completely normal. But I think it's, the advice is that you can do it. And, you know, that is kind of like one of my mantras that rings through my head and the words of many of my coach friends over the years, that you know that you can do it. You have evidence that you can do it and you will do it. 
I love that. Now, Maria, this has been awesome. So I could talk about this all day long. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. Listen, if people want to find out more about you and your books and your work and everything that you're up to, tell us yeah. where do we find out more about you? You can find it on my website, which is mariahocking.com. Um, through that, you'll also find links to Instagram, to Facebook, to uh, YouTube. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty much out there all over social media, but my website is the main point of contact. Awesome. And we'll put the uh, links to all of that along with full notes of this episode in the show notes, which you'll find over at successunlock.com forward slash Maria. Thank, uh, sorry, naked forward slash naked. That's where you want to go. Successunlock.com <laughs> forward slash naked. Maria, thank you so much for joining us. This has been amazing. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you for having me. How awesome was that? I think there's so much gold in this episode to be taken out of it because this applies to everybody. Whether you are stuck in a rut right now and you just feel like there must be something more out there for you or whether actually you're going through a difficult time or you've been through a difficult time and and you came out of it the other side, this it's still not too late to start implementing this stuff and realizing that actually you can come out of it even stronger than you ever thought possible. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, I know you have, then make sure that you leave a review on your favorite podcast player or wherever you happen to be listening to this right now. A five-star review and a few nice words goes a really long way to helping get this in front of more people and spread this great content. Also subscribe because we are here every single week with a brand new episode and it's a busy life. I know you'll probably miss it. So don't make sure you subscribe so that you get a notification uh, every time we release a new episode. Share it on social media if you know somebody who would benefit from this episode as well. And I'll see you right back here, same time, same place next week at Success Unlocked.